Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Giant Mess. It's uh, supposed to be a sports entertainment talk show uh, that covers Giants football, Mets baseball, movies, and TV shows with some comedy mixed in for good measure. It's hosted by Giant Mess. That's me, the real Cinch Neil Lynch. I'm, uh, I'm now 43. So, welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. Yeah, I have my birthday. Yeah, there's no intro on this one. I'm just going to go right into it. There's no point in wasting time on this. Let's just get this over with, right? Had my 43rd birthday. Um, was not really momentous in any real way. I don't know if there was anything big that really happened. Um, I'm now closer to 45 than I am 40. I feel like if you were to ask me when I, when I graduated college, hey, do you think you'll be like in this position? At age 43, I'd have been like, hey, man, lay off the pipe. But that's life for you. Lots of curveballs. So the birthday was fine. I was encouraged to get the pepper honey pimento chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. So I took the daughter there, and it was very underwhelming. The commercials look awesome. I'm a big fan of pimento. I'm a big fan of sauces, cheeses, the whatnots. Um, and I don't know if they do things differently in the South. I assume they do. I assume that they take pride in their work in, at the Chick-fil-A's in the South. Although my sister told me a story about uh, uh, an employee giving her some sass down there. So I think, I think everyone's just pissed. I think that's really just it. Everyone's just pissed. It's like prices are out of control and nothing's really going anyone's way. And it's like, well, the, what, uh, Palestine and Israel and Hamas. And it's like, and then there's like, uh, there's just, it's another thing every day. Like, oh, now I got to get stressed about that. The holidays bring stress, even though it's supposed to be time off and relaxing. They bring stress. But yet I'm supposed to add to that stress by caring about this thing today. It's like, I just, no, thank you. It's like, you know. I know a lot of people say this, but it's it rings true. If I had the resources, the money, I think I would just really go off the grid and just like, just whatever, like whatever, whatever. So yeah, I, I feel like I've been in a midlife crisis for about 10 years now. <laughs> it's been 10 years of a midlife crisis where it's like, what am I doing with my life? I need to do this. I need to do that. You know, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do this. And I, I don't think I have the mind of a 43 year old. That's for damn sure. It's definitely stuck in it. It's like, it's, it's stuttering. It's buffering, if you will. Um, anyway, this chicken sandwich sucked. It was, it was bad. There was like hardly any pimento. There, I mean, there's like a jalapeno. I don't know. Everyone, you know, I, you know, I think my mom oversold it a little bit and, uh, and, uh, it was un underwhelming. And of course my daughter took like an hour and a half to eat her five chicken nuggets. So that really put me in a sweet mood. Did a FaceTime with the fam. They got me a custom coastal Carolina hockey Jersey, which is pretty sweet. Yes. Coastal Carolina university has a hockey team. Apparently they won the championship. <clears throat> I got a button down shirt that didn't fit. And uh, that's not throwing shade at anyone. It's not throwing anyone under the bus. I just have a weird body. I have never been able to find clothes that fit. 
I have this weird amoeba body that just refuses to fit into jeans or shirts or underwear. It's just like it, nothing fits correctly or appropriately. And I've had help. <coughs> I've had help and it just doesn't help. So, um, you know, it's like I got it exchanged. It was Excel. I got it exchanged for a large. Still feels weird. So it's just I'm, I feel weird in my own skin and I feel weird in clothes. That's just uh, 24-7. That's how I roll. I also got some Hey Dude shoes. They are actually pretty comfortable. I wore them while I was down in, in uh, the Palmetto State. They're nice little slip-ons, you know. Um, I don't think I'm going to get much, much use of them here in 32-degree weather. But uh, <coughs> come spring and summer, that should be fun. And uh, newsflash, I still have a cough. Still have a motherfucking cough. Uh, I acquired this cough in a trade with the Las Vegas Raiders for a second round pick and cash considerations on October 26th, 27th, went to the urgent care center. Literally that day, the next day had a professional medical doctor give her professional medical opinion and tell me that it could be this, it could be that, could be this, could be that, could be this, could be that. And it turned out to be none of that. And now I just have a mystery disease. Some kind of virus that just refuses to die within me. And now I'm thinking back to like when she said, oh, I'm going to prescribe you this pill. It'll knock it right out. And then the pharmacist called and said, oh, that pill costs damn near $200. Do you want it? And I said, Who, what? is my last name Moneybags? Is it for real? Oh, okay. Uh, and I declined it. And now I am, I mean, so many regrets in my life, but that's a regret that will hurt. For sure. Should should have just took the pill and just like, you know, go into a coma for 24 hours, 48 hours. <coughs> Worth it because uh, I freak out everyone on the train, everyone at work. It's just a bark, 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 a bark. I'm just that annoying neighborhood dog that's just excited at every single friggin' shadow that passes by. So yeah, still got the cough. <sighs> birthday weekend. I don't know which one you want to consider my birthday weekend, but I consider this my birthday weekend. I went up to Rhode Island to visit a lifelong friend, friend from growing up, uh, who I've, I've stayed in touch with all these years. He was a groomsman in my wedding. I think I might've teased it last episode. If not, who gives a shit? Uh, pretty good weekend. I got in around seven ish. Took me about six hours to get up there. I get in around uh, seven ish, um, and uh, had a lot shit ton of Mexican food. My buddy, uh, I mean, and he knows this. He's packed on a few pounds. There are a few extra lbs on the bod, on the dad bod. Um, it's the largest I've ever seen him. But then again, it's not. It's not all blubs. It's not all blubber. He's telling me about how <coughs> he was trying to put up 300 pounds on the bench and tore his titty. You know, I think that certainly contributes to a lot. Cause it's like when you're working out like a madman, you can eat like a madman, Michael Phelps style, 10,000 calories a day, as long as you're working out like a, a beast. And I think he was. And then once you tear a titty, you, st you can't work out anymore. 
And so that's when you continue to eat like a beast, but you don't work out like a beast. And then you plump up like a whale. Am I calling him a whale? No. But he's beefy. He is beefy. You know? So uh, he ordered a ton of Mexican, which I appreciate. I put in the request. He said, what do you, what do you request? I said, Mexican, dude. Does it matter what kind of Mexican? No. Just Mexican. Is it from Mexico? There you go. So I, I, I was trailing this car and I was like, man, this car must think I'm tailing them for some, for whatever reason. And they must be freaking out because it, it's like wherever I'm supposed to turn, they turn ahead of me. They turn ahead of me, I turn. They turn, I turn. They turn, I turn. They turn. And it was like, oh no. Like I'm, I'm probably, this person's got to be wigging out in that driver's seat behind that wheel. And that car makes the left onto the, to the road. And I was like, oh, I know who this is. He invited his parents. These are his parents. They're coming in same time that I'm coming in. Oh, that's great. I haven't seen them in 17 years, something like that since his wedding. <clears throat> or maybe a funeral. It's usually when you see everyone, weddings and funerals, right? And I pull into the driveway and I look over expecting to see uh, two seniors, two elders of the tribes. And I, I see his daughter who uh, was born in 2007 and it will forever be not a teenager in my eyes. And so to see her gripping on the wheel, looking at me in horror, I was like, whoa, do your parents know you stole the car? At least you returned it in good shape. How are you allowed behind a wheel? Not knowing that, oh, she's <coughs> she's 16. She's allowed to drive. She's a permit or a license. So that's completely kosher and fine. Um, <coughs> there's a lot of political talk over some Mexican food and, uh, I just don't pay attention to politics and I don't pay attention to the news. And uh, like I said, last episode, people really don't like that. They don't like that. I, I am not informed. Um, and I just, mm, I guess I start, I guess start paying closer, closer attention. I guess I, I don't know. Um, I just feel like it's gonna, I already have like, the tightness in the chest, <coughs> the gray hairs, you know, signs of stress. It's like, all right, let's just add more. Let's just throw a little more fuel in the fire. Why not? So, you know, they're talking about Trump and whatnot. And I was just like, I, I don't know, dude. You know, I mean, this is where I'm at right now. If Dwayne The Rock Johnson or, or Arnold Schwarzenegger ran for president, I would vote for them. And that's about the only two people. <laughs> and I can hear you scoffing through the screen, through your phone and or stereo. But I don't know that I care. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger is one of the most motivational people I've ever listened to. You know, I watched his documentary on Netflix. I, I would like to read his book, Be Useful. And uh, after watching the documentary and seeing what he did for California, he got off to a pretty bumpy, rocky start, but uh, approval ratings went up and he left the 
state in fairly good condition. Sure, a lot of people make fun of him, but I mean, what politician isn't made fun of? I just, uh, I don't, I don't know how anyone can be so into politics, knowing that it's, it's, it's like what, 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 what? I mean, like, I, I just don't ever hear or see anything positive. <clears throat> it just feels like it's always negative. So it's like, I just don't, mm. no thanks. So there were also a shit ton of desserts. My buddy likes to eat. He likes to eat well. So I ate a lot of desserts. Oh boy. Um, I got to sleep in his, uh, his son's room. His son is off of college. And so uh, I got to sleep in his room, which had a lava lamp. And uh, quite possibly the warmest blanket ever. This blanket was about 16 layers deep. And uh, I lost a good, I basically burned off dinner and dessert while, while sleeping. So no, I didn't, I didn't sleep too well. And I'm used to the blackout curtains at home. So when I go away, like I've said, it's just like, just feels like I'm uh, sleeping in a headlight, you know, or on the surface of the sun. I just can't, you know, can't get to sleep, can't sleep well. So <laughs> uh, next day we went to his daughter's state championship volleyball game playoff volleyball game state championship uh they had a send-off which i had never been a part of in my entire life i had never been to the playoffs that deep i guess in my high school or college career maybe i have in college but we never had like a send-off where i guess everyone goes early and as the bus is departing with the team the parents and the family and the friends are waving and <laughs> cheering and whatnot. <clears throat> so, um, you know, not exactly what I was picturing. You know, I was picturing like cheerleaders and a band and like, you know, it's like almost like a pep rally bonfire situation. I was like, no, there's a bunch of parents like waving with signs and you can do it. Um, but it was cool to be part of it and hold a sign. Good to show support. The game was at Rhode Island College, and they lost three sets to none. <laughs> so uh, kind of not the result we were looking for. And, um, you know, it's funny, like, the, the, the dad, uh, my buddy's dad, the grandfather of uh, my buddy's daughter, you know, he's talking. He, like, he, he knows all. He knows what to do. He's got, and he, he's the expert <laughs> in most situations. Like he gets it and everyone else is a dunce or stunad or moron, an imbecile or an idiot, which I learned over that weekend that idiot is actually the worst of the three imbecile and moron an idiot. Idiot's the worst has the lowest IQ. And then it's moron than imbecile. So the imbecile is the smartest of the three. Come on now. Those were official designations and classifications for stupidity or intelligence. My bad. But uh, yeah, so the, the grandfather was uh, constantly, you know, chirping. My buddy said like zero words the entire game. He was just a, he's his stoic motherfucker. Just uh, no expression. Didn't cheer, didn't boo. And uh and the mother was constantly, uh, my buddy's mother was constantly like whispering to me as if I can do anything. 
can't do anything. I have zero power in this situation. I have zero power in pretty much every situation. So she's whispering, oh, he said this coach, oh, he needs to do this and he needs to do that. I can't believe it. You know? And uh, I'm like, leaning over to my buddy, I'm like, hey, your parents are on one right now. <laughs> like they are. Can we, can we, can we just get them down on the sideline on the, in the bench area? Cause we need a little switch up in the mojo to get this team going. So uh, the other school, the, like none of the students from my buddy's daughter's school showed up, but yet the opponents, the students from that school showed up in full force, East Providence. They had like coordinated cheers, all these orchestrated celebrations, cheers and jeers and and, uh, our side, not so much. There was like one really vocal dad who was just like, it was, it was scary every time he yelled. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't know if you're helping or hurting. Um, we ended up going to dinner at this place called soul in Providence. Um, kind of has a nightclubish lounge type vibe. Uh, I guess it's supposed to be like upscale Asian fusion, but they have like these, uh, you know, those beer towers, <laughs> those big ass tubes where bars pretend like they're giving you so much alcohol for not a lot of money. And it actually be, is equivalent of like, yeah, if there's four people in the group, there's four glasses. You're not getting, it just looks cool. I guess I was just mesmerized. There were the TV screens everywhere. And I thought they were playing Marvel movies. So, of course, I'm, like, distracted by it. I, the, the, it looks like the opening to every Marvel movie. So I'm getting distracted by it. And I'm, like, so I'm, like, keep getting distracted. Like, oh, here comes Iron Man or here comes, you know, Thor Ragnarok. You know, like, I keep looking at it like, okay, here comes another Marvel movie. And it's, like, no, it's just this weird animation that this DJ has put together to promote himself. It's, like, really? That's on every TV, huh? Okay. <clears throat> the waitress didn't know any of the specials uh you know why why would she i ended up ordering a pumpkin teeny because i'm a basic bitch anything that's pumpkin flavored i will i will partake and of course it came out and and she, she laughed when she took the order and she laughed when she dropped off the drink because it was like this is this is a basic bitch drink what are you doing whipped cream all over sugar crusted rim like so sugary like that's not pumpkin doesn't have to equal sugar folks so uh yeah i was just like ah, let's just get through this as quickly as possible and get another drink and i ended up getting a sparsy spicy margarita good to balance the sugar with the spice this yeah <laughs> the heat had some jalapeno bombs rice cake i guess it was called rice cake but it's not like a dry crispy rice cake it's like the Japanese rice cake situation, which I didn't, I don't, I didn't see any rice, and it didn't look like a cake, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, and then we went home and watched some Shane Gillies on the on the TV. The next morning, we had to wake up super early to go to uh, his son's half marathon up in Newburyport, Massachusetts, which is <clears throat> where my ex's friend lives. So I was kind of like hoping, let's not run into them. It's not that big a town. Didn't really feel like uh, bumping into them anywhere. Um, but uh, 
So it started at 9 a.m., right? I think we were on the road by 7 a.m. Takes about two hours to get there. So we were like right at the starting point. We couldn't find parking. So we missed the start of the half marathon. Parked, realized that uh, we shouldn't have parked. That the half, we should just go to the halfway point. So at least we see him there because it's going to be a while before he gets back um, at the finish line. So we drove to the halfway point and we actually got to see him pass by. Got some, got to film some footage. Felt good about that. And then drove back to the finish line where um, we got to see him uh, finish. I say he did it in an hour 57 half marathon. Does that sound right? I don't know. It's 13.1 miles. Hour and a half? No. Hour and 57. Was that 13 miles? 13 miles and a half. It's a pretty good time. I don't know. I feel like it's a good time. Anyway, he ended up puking and was basically shivering the entire time we were talking to him. <laughs> he ran with his friend and his friend's dad. And uh, the friend's dad had ran something like 26 marathons. And I was like, I don't, I can't, I can't, I don't even think I could do a quarter marathon at this point. This guy's doing 26 full or half marathons. And they served some beer and pizza. And I was like, you know, you're supposed to get a beer after you do like the kind of workout. I remember they, they told me that after the, the Tough Mudder that I did right around my 31st birthday. I was like, oh, you drink a beer, you'll absorb something quicker, the yeast, the nutrients, I don't know. You know, it'll be good for your whatever to recover, your body recover. I don't know. So we uh, after that, we drove to the 99 restaurants, chicken tenders, uh, 99 restaurants. I, I, I guess this is a, a chain. I honestly don't know. I, I guess it's a chain. I had, I had the chicken tenders and a big beer and a, a burger. It was decent. Yeah, it was all right. <clears throat> got back around two or three, watched the Browns-Ravens game. Uh, Browns, the huge victory of the Ravens, of course, Deshaun Watson got hurt. And uh, I thought that everyone was talking about them going to the Super Bowl, and now it's like, eh, they just lost. They just got smoked by the Rams. So I don't know about all of that. Let's around 4.30 and uh, listen to the Giants get their shit pushed in by the Cowboys. That was fun. Um... And I got back home around the, something like 9.30. I took a shower, long shower, thought about life, and went to bed. <clears throat> uh, my, my friend, quote unquote, I guess I can say my friend. I can't say girlfriend because I'm 43. And uh, I've been told not to say girlfriend. I'm t I've been told not to put a label on it. So I, my, the person whom I'm seeing which is really catchy and, and short and abridged, really rolls off the tongue. The person whom I'm seeing went to the Broncos' Bill game, Bill's game, that Monday night game. Uh, tailgate looked like it was fun. She sent some pics, looked cool. She did a Shotsky, which I don't think I've ever done. If I have done, apologies. Um, it was, probably was really cool. I just It's not like a memory that, that jumps out at me. Sorry. Um, but apparently one of the girls, uh, she went with, had to leave the game early. She puked, got too drunk and barfed and, but told her, you know, save yourselves, leave me, save yourselves. And so she got an Uber back to the hotel. And I guess uh, my, my, the person whom I'm seeing stayed and caught a really good game. 
Hell of a game. So that was Monday night, the 13th, 14th Tuesday night, the night that I usually record on Tuesday nights. I had to work the team dinner at a place called Cheese Boats in Manhattan. Apparently Georgian cuisine. Never had Georgian cuisine. Had to Google it. And uh, it's kind of Mediterranean-ish, which I guess makes sense. I was It was a very long table, picnic table, so I really felt for the people on the wall side. So I was on the opposite the wall side. So I can get a, I mean, it's a bench, which that I don't think any adult in a crowded bench situation has ever looked cool getting off said bench to go to the bathroom or just to get up. Like everyone struggled with it, everyone. <clears throat> but at least we didn't have to sit on the wall side where it's like, you either have to pull like a five-year-old maneuver, <clears throat> like a kitty type move and go under the table and out. Or you have to ask about 15 people to your right or left, excuse me, I have to use the potty. So glad I wasn't on the wall side, was on the open side, but still getting into and off a bench, it's it's never smooth. Um, and being in the middle of the, of the table, you can't, <clears throat> I didn't know who to pay attention to or to talk to. I was like stuck in between two mass, massive conversations, three conversations, if you will. <clears throat> so I would just kind of chime in when I could. One liner, zinger here, zinger there. And, uh, you know, basically it was just like, I just well, I want to, I just need drinks. But, you know, didn't want to look like a lush. So kind of cut myself off. But cheese boats, what, what is cheese boats? What is a cheese boat? I've never had a cheese boat before. It's essentially like a bread bowl. I've never had a bread bowl, but it's like a bread bowl. They, it's bread and it's shaped like a bowl. It looks like it has two handles that are also bread and it's just filled with cheese. And we got five different varieties. One was like a, almost a sweet kind of Cinnabon style cheese boat, which I think everyone... <laughs> <clears throat> fucking loved <sighs> fuck me and uh kind of like a cheese steak cheese boat which i dug there was a meat lovers cheese boat a regular cheese boat that she mixed mixed with egg that was a little wild i didn't know that was gonna come my way um but i could have destroyed all of them single-handedly so i definitely had to uh pull back the reins a little bit on that one didn't get home until like 10 15 hence why i didn't record next two days i had uh brie so couldn't record and uh the cleaning lady came on thursday it's the first time i've had a cleaning lady come that thursday not this thursday not the past thursday does it even fucking matter neil no so cleaning lady came she was here for a solid four hours I have a two-bedroom apartment. She didn't even clean the, clean the bedrooms. So it's the living room, which is also the dining room, <coughs> the kitchen, <clears throat> and the bathroom. She was here four hours. Place looked great uh, for like a 24 hours, and then it was back to being uh, completely shitty. But it was nice for that one 24-hour period to be like, you know what? Doing all right, Neil. 
<clears throat> my the person whom I'm seeing came over for lunch <clears throat> was uh not a great showing by me. I acted very weird, nervous to all hell because it's the first time I've had anyone outside of my sister or mate uh, sorry, my daughter. Anyone outside my daughter or maintenance come into my apartment. My first time I've had a guest, an adult guest. You know, I think my uncle and my cousin came like the day I moved in to drop off something. That's it. No one else has been in my apartment other than my daughter, maintenance, and them. And that was the first day, and that was two years ago. So I haven't hosted anyone, a guest, in this apartment. So I was like <clears throat> very nervous and anxious because, you know, I took this, I rented this site unseen. I was just like, it's in my price range. It's close to the train station. It's close to her school. Uh, let's just do it. They have an opening. After they said they didn't have an opening, you got to act now. So I acted now. Sight unseen. And the moment I walked in, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, uh, this is not this is not the lap of luxury that uh, the photos would indicate. <laughs> so, yeah, there was uh, that first week in the in the in this apartment it was just like my recliner and nothing else <laughs> it was just like it was definitely like that scene that cutaway scene in family guy where they talk about divorced dad it's just like yep that's that's uh that's exactly where i'm at so <clears throat> very nervous and anxious for the person whom i'm seeing to come over for lunch she had made uh salads which were really delicious and, uh, you know, entered, uh, this is, uh, this is a weekend after, uh, we exchanged some really great texts, texts that made me feel really good inside and outside and in between. And so I figured, oh, you know, this is where, this is, this is that we're entering a new, uh, level. We've, we, we, I've advanced to the next level. This is great. We've taken the next step. This is great. And then that lunch was like a first date, like a blind date. It was just, uh, <clears throat> for whatever reason, you know, I, I gave her the tour and it was just, you could tell that she was biting her tongue <laughs> the entire time. I gave her the heads up too. I was like, hey, listen, this this place, I'm not proud of this place at all. Uh, I view this as a temporary stepping stone as I have viewed pretty much everything in my life and look where it's got me. Um, everything's just around the corner. It's just about to click and to fall into formation. It's just about to happen and then it never does. I'm going to be on my deathbed at age 98 and be like, next year, that's, that's the big one. So yeah, I, I gave her the heads up. I was like, Hey, listen, I, I haven't really decorated because it doesn't feel like home. It just feels like it's temporary until I get my new home, which is nowhere in sight. It's nowhere. It's not. I can't even imagine when that will actually happen. I'm going to be here for the next fucking 10, 15 years. Still nothing hanging on my walls and be like, this is just this is just this is a phase. This is just, just temporary. So. She walked around and she was just like, you know, you could tell she just wasn't saying anything about anything. And it's just like, OK, yeah, this is. Yeah, you fucking hate this place. And you're wondering why you're hanging out. Uh, with this loser so all the the good vibes from the texts over the weekend just went out the window <clears throat> and so i went to wendy's with my daughter and ate my feelings and then drank my feelings 
<clears throat> I saw a mom completely freak out on her daughter for dancing weird in the Wendy's. And I thought to myself, that girl's probably going to become an exotic dancer. <laughs> like, uh, mom doesn't approve. Well, I'm going to do it every night on the main stage on this year poll. So yeah, that was, uh, that was that Friday. And then Saturday, um, I went to, uh, our get together, right. Trying to do more to get togethers with the, the, the ex-wife and my daughter, you know, trying to put on a good show for my daughter and be like, Hey, you know, we're a family. <laughs> and, uh, we went to PJ's pancake house on Nashville street in downtown Princeton. And it was actually pretty nice. I thought it was going to be weird and awkward. Like it always is, but, uh, it actually, uh, went fairly well. So I was pretty happy about that. And then I had to drive uh, 10 hours down to South Carolina because Spirit Airlines can suck a massive monster hog. Refuse to fly Spirit Airlines, and it's the only affordable flight that goes down to Myrtle Beach because United's like, well, we got you by the balls. You're not going to fly Spirit. So what are you going to do, drive 10 hours? And I was like, yeah, United, actually I am. <clears throat> I don't understand how you can charge $1,000 or more for a two-hour flight for two people. Riddle me this. Explain that to me. Um, so 10 hours down to South Carolina. I talked to the perns, the person whom I'm seeing. <clears throat> a fairly positive convo, I guess. You know, tried to discuss what had happened. We both kind of felt like it 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 did feel like a first date. And I think that's kind of uh can can be the issue is you can talk a lot on text, you can FaceTime to fill in the gaps between, you know, because the schedules you know, it's not, we're not both single, both of a kid. So it's like, you know, you have limited time. This is when I have a weekend free. This is when I have a weekend free. We're not at the point yet where we can introduce our offspring to our, the person whom we're seeing just yet. I had to Google it and apparently it's nine to 12 months, minimum of nine to 12 months before you have to, before you can do that intro. So I was like, oh, okay. So for the time being, you know, you have to, whenever you don't have custody, that's when you get to meet up. And that happens like once a month, twice a month. So I don't think that helps things at all. But uh, she had agreed that it did feel like a first date, very awkward. But, you know, I could tell she, you know, she has very impeccable taste, refined tastes, sophisticated tastes. You know, she's self described herself, described herself. Self-proclaimed bougie. <coughs> so I could tell it was just like, um, yeah, she's not very. And uh, so all the the love, the capital, uh, not a capital, a lowercase l, you know, like L-U-V, not, not the big L-O-V. <clears throat> but all that kind of affection that was felt over the weekend that uh, she went to Buffalo for the Monday night game. Um, it felt like uh, she kind of took a step back from that. And was just like, oh, I got to rein it in, you know? <clears throat> so that was, uh, that takes the wind out of your sails. <laughs> <clears throat> so I was like, I think that's a, I think we're, I think we're okay. Maybe not. <clears throat> yeah, you know, it wasn't the most reassuring call, but then again, 
we talked for like what two hours we had talked like another you know we just we talk a lot but so it's uh <clears throat> you know it is a little confusing and i think i'm just used to um you know i mean i like i like i have not been on a third date since my ex-wife before you know before we got married that was like the last time i had a third date in 2012 <clears throat> uh, 13 so you know most of the dates i've been on it's like i get one date maybe two dates never three dates <clears throat> so for me third date it's like whoa you know it's big time and i figure and then after what <clears throat> transpired over text i'm like okay this is uh we're, 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 we're committed. We're in a committed relationship. And should I call you my girlfriend? That was what the text was. Do I call you a girlfriend? I feel like we're too old. We're in our forties. Can't call you girlfriend, right? You're a woman. You're a grown ass woman. <clears throat> so, uh, she's like, no, it's not, we're not putting a label on it. We're seeing each other. And I'm like, but are you seeing anyone else? She's like, no. And I'm like, I'm, but I'm not seeing anyone else. Hmm. Okay. All right, cool. So it literally is. I mean, and we talked about this on one of our dates. Like it, it's, it's, uh, and she had put it out there. She let it be known. So it's not like a mystery or surprise, but it's still tough to swallow. Where I was like, wow, this is exactly like the plot of 40 year old virgin. And I was like, well, I'm just, and we literally had the exchange that happened in 40 year old virgin. It was like, well, I'm just going to keep on. You know, it's before she knew that he was a virgin. And she's like, you're going to have to go on a lot of dates. And he's like, I'll go on 50 dates. I'll go on 100 dates, you know, because he was just so against. He was so scared and feared sex so much because of all his horrific experiences. So I guess I'm like the 40-year-old born-again virgin. <clears throat> How many dates... <laughs> Until exclusive. There's no set number. Ah, thanks. Some say that couples who go on one date a week may wait 10 to 12 dates before becoming exclusive. Woo. If a couple sees each other more than once a week, it could take up to 24 dates before exclusivity. Wow. Some say that a 10-date rule is a general idea, that relationships become official after dating at least 10 times. Other people say exclusive after six dates. Some just say one to three months is considered normal for most couples. Others say it shouldn't happen before a minimum of eight weeks. Huh. We have not been on 10 dates. I'll say that much. So, I don't know, maybe date number 10 is the magic one. Um, but we have been talking since early August and it's now early December. So I think we're at three months, four months. So maybe it's that 10 date, 24 dates though, before going exclusive is outrageous. Once a week for 24 weeks, that's half a fucking, that's six months. That's half a year. Just about almost two weeks shy of half a year, six months before you're like, okay, yeah, now we're exclusive. <clears throat> I don't know. So, I mean, I always pretty much, yeah, I don't know. I always, I don't know. I, I, you know, I get a little excited. I get impatient. Two of my biggest, best qualities. <clears throat> so, 
yeah, I was like, oh, we're, you know, only, only a committed girl, uh, woman friend would talk to a, a male companion like that. And, uh, and then <clears throat> she said it, she had to be more mindful and intentional. And I was like, hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> so you didn't mean anything you said over the weekend? Cool. All the things that I absolutely loved and adored? Cool. So, yeah. All right. That's the episode. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. When we have a review of the This Is Important Live podcast recording at Parks Casino in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. No. Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. Jesus, dude. And uh, there's probably some other shenanigans going down this weekend. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. So uh, that one should be, should be good. Later. <laughs>